Hey, what up, family? It's your boy, Tim Castleman, and today I'm being very, very quiet because it's actually Monday morning at like 6.30 in the morning. I uh, just had one of those nights where I couldn't sleep, so my body got up and was like, hey, it's 6 a.m., time to get to work, and I was like, this is normally a time I like to go to sleep? It's like, yeah, no, you got to get up, you got to do some work. So I've been having this issue on my mind, and I wanted to record a podcast on it for a little while, so I figured, why not do it now? Uh, and before I get into this week's podcast, I really want to thank you guys for uh, the continued support and uh, in private messages and text messages and stuff like that um, uh, over the last podcast dealing with uh, with money. It was pretty crazy to uh, kind of record that process live. Um, and just kind of walk through the issue uh, in real time and kind of share some of my own hang-ups with it. And, you know, I continue to work on that. And I just uh, I just appreciate you guys' uh, listening and understanding and feedback on that for sure. Uh, today I'm going to talk about not as heavy of a, an issue, uh, but something that's uh, been bugging me most of the month of September. Uh, and then I promise we'll get back to the wild and and, uh, and crazy antics of before so that it won't be a, uh, you know, like we don't have to rename this thing the Suicide Watch podcast or anything fun like that. So, again, thank you so much for your support and understanding. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, it's an issue that I will continue to be working on and kind of coming to a better understanding and, you know, get to sit down and talk about my feelings and do all that fun stuff, right? Where it's like, well, what is, how does that make you feel? You know, it's like, oh, great, good, good. So, um, so let's talk about uh, the thing I want to talk about to, this week, uh, which is how to kind of get out of a funk. Um, so I'll be pretty candid again. Um, you know, our September has sucked. I mean, I'm expecting to get on the phone call with uh, with uh, my account next month, and they'll be like, did you, like, even try? Did you show up to the office? Did you turn the lights on? Did you make some coffee? You know, what uh, what exactly do you do here is pretty much what I'm expecting my accountant to say when he takes a look at our September numbers, and rightfully so, because they are horrifically bad. Not, okay, horrific's probably uh, an overstatement, but definitely one of the lower producing months that we've had all year. And it's kind of interesting um, to observe it while I'm going through it uh, because, you know, I mean, we've just had a great and tremendous year. There's no, there's no better way to say it. Like uh, we've broken our sales total or profit total. So in the grand scheme of things, right, things are going very, very well. But uh, I, I have a goal. Um, I'll just be candid. My my goal is to do a half million dollars this year. Um, and we're going to have to really hustle, especially after this month. We're really going to have to hustle um, to hit that. Um, you know, which is like, I, I guess I should also say like, okay, hashtag first world problems for all that. Be like, yeah, you know, like I feel like Paris Hilton. Be like, yeah, listen, you know, I only have one Bentley instead of two. And it really depresses me that I don't have the second one. Like, it's nothing like that. It's just a personal goal that I, I've set uh, for the business this year that we uh, at times have been well on our way to achieving and then at times uh, have not. So I've kind of been going through a funk this month and I figured I'd share a little bit of the reasons why and kind of what I'm doing to get out of my funk. And hopefully, uh, like everything I share here, it'll kind of uh, open some eyes for you and give you some tips and some skills to kind of deal with that. So first, let's talk about uh, what what's kind of going on behind the scenes that, that's causing that. There's There's... To me, there's probably two 
major, maybe three major things that are going on behind the scenes. Um, the first one uh, is staffing related. So for those of you guys who have known me for any time, I have a full-time assistant, uh, Paula, who is an amazing and wonderful and talented assistant. Um, and then this year, I've been trying to kind of bolt on some pieces. So uh, I had an assistant that I hired when I went out to California, um, and we just... We never clicked as well as Paula and I did, and as a result, we've kind of been uh, playing the Tetris game and trying to fit out where assistant number two fits in the business, and I think we got it finally dialed in uh, this past month where she's doing some different jobs and different job responsibilities. Um, well, because assistant number two didn't work out exactly as I had hoped, um, I decided, well, you know, what's better than two problems is three problems, right? Of course, joking about the problem thing. So I hired another assistant. Now, part of the reason I did that was Paula um, has started her own business late, or sorry, early this year, and it's just been uh, blowing and going. I mean, she's been doing tremendously well, making a ridiculous amount of money doing what she's doing. Um, you know, and there came to a point where we had to sit down and talk, and she's like, look, I, I love you, and I appreciate everything you do for me, and, you know, how well you've been to me, but, you know, I'm making uh, ridiculous money over here uh, compared to what I used to make, uh, or I'm used to making with you, and as a result, I kind of want to go part-time. So Paula is decreasing uh, her time with the company, certainly not her role or, or what she's done. Um, so because of that, I've kind of had to bring in a Paula 2, if you will, um, and get them up to speed. So I knew this was coming. It's not like it was a, a shock. Um, well, I mean, it definitely was a shock, but it, it's not like it was like, hey, uh, you know, um, yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. So I, I had some time to prepare. So we were able to bring in Paula and uh, Bethany, who is uh, my new operations manager, if you will, and, and get some good time and cross-training and stuff like that. But, you know, if you've ever done anything with anyone, you know that it takes longer than you expect and there's more headaches and hassles. And the great thing about Paula was she came from an internet marketing background. She, she understands the game. You know, she understands what affiliate marketing, she understands email writing. And um, she really took a lot on her shoulders to make sure that everything ran smoothly for the company. So we're trying to bring someone in to replace or, you know, augment or whatever, whatever the keyword is with Paula. And that's just causing some time. Uh, you know, some time gap, really, and some skill gap and, and stuff like that. And the other thing is, and, and I get it, it's like your employees, no matter how much they love you, no matter how much they enjoy what they do, no matter how much they enjoy the business, right? It's At the end of the day, it's not their business, and they're never going to love or worry about your business as much as you are. And you can do everything, you know, this, again, it's all my opinion and experience here. And I could be dead wrong. And if you got a better way, I'm certainly open to listening to it. But, you know, you can train them, you can incentivize them however you feel you, you can. But at the, at the end of the day, like, what I'm finding more and more is if you're not, I don't, the only way I can say it is cracking the whip, even though that's not the terminology or, or I don't, you know, I don't enjoy cracking the whip. Like if you're not constantly staying on top of it, keeping them motivated, keeping them focused, keeping them, you know, going and have a direction and a path for them, chances are a lot of times they're not going to self-motivate to do that. And the other thing is for, for me, the, the other thing I kind of look at is, you know, if they're used to making X number of dollars per month and they continue to make that, everything's fine to them. 
right? So it's hard for for you to kind of beat the bushes and say, hey, the house is on fire if they're making what they continue and are used to making and you're the one that's seeing the decrease in income. Meaning, hey, if I get paid every week, right, nothing's wrong, the business is going well, everything's fine, then there's not an issue. They don't see the other part of it where it's like, yeah, okay, I was able to pay you and do this and do that. But when, you know, when we subtract all our cost, there's no profit there. So that's one of those things that can be extremely frustrating. The other thing uh, that's kind of gone on is we've been working on some projects uh, with uh, with third-party providers. So, uh, for instance, there was a, uh, a guy that I know, he's in Dallas, he's got a physical products company. He wanted to... Uh, create these sunglasses, right? And he went and he got a brand and he found them and he, you know, had a logo made and and had these things manufactured in China and shipped over and sent over and set up a whole website by himself and you know was actually doing pretty decent, several thousand dollars worth of orders per month. And he wanted to release a product on that. And I think physical products are probably going to be a huge area going into 2015. So, of course, I was like, yeah, sure, here's what you do. And I kind of explained the process to it. Well, push comes to shove, he's not as interested as he thought he was. I mean, that's the bottom line. Now, you know, I could I could say it uh, a million other ways, but the, the bottom line is he's not excited about it like he once was. And it's not that he didn't want to release the information. He, it was that he feels that what he's accomplished isn't enough, which is just crazy. If you really stop and think about it for a second and, and take a big picture look, here's a guy who said, hmm, I want to sell sunglasses. Then he went and found said sunglasses. Then he went and created a whole brand and logo and and everything behind that. Then he created a website from scratch by himself, right, to sell these sunglasses. Then he figured out paid traffic because he does uh, PPC and Facebook and a couple other uh, ad sources. And he figured out how to turn that and make that profitable. He even uh, sent his uh, sunglasses to a trade show and got a few orders. So he did all that, and he still doesn't feel like it's enough. Right, which is just totally crazy uh, for me. But you know, you can't push rope. So as a result of that, we've had that project that has taken uh, longer to get accomplished, and now apparently is uh, is not going to happen. So we had some projects that fell through. We had some staffing changes. And the other big thing is I've kind of made a a pivot or a shift in my Kindle business. So. I would say that's my primary business right now is Kindle Publishing. And I say publishing instead of writing because what we do and what we've been known to do is outsource our books, which we still continue to do. And basically we have like recipe books, uh, children's books, nonfiction uh, children's books, um, romance and erotica books. We have all that stuff outsourced. Um, the bad th- or the great thing about that is, you know, it's someone else's expertise. The bad thing is it obviously takes time and money um, to make that stuff happen. And although we were getting okay results, we weren't getting the results that I really wanted to, to get. And, and more importantly, I, the results that I felt could take us to the next level or be able to charge more for our products. 
because I'm just kind of one of those crazy guys that thinks, hmm, you should probably be getting good results to charge uh, good prices. So recently, I have been releasing nonfiction books uh, based around the knowledge contained in my warp and twisted brain. And that has been going very good. We have two books. We have the Creativity Checklist and the 2KH Formula. The 2KH Formula is our norm, uh, our newest book, and as a result of that, both of them uh, have become bestsellers on Amazon. And the Creativity Checklist has been a bestseller for like the last 30 days. So I'm really excited and honored and, you know, I'll be like a rapper for a second. You know, I'm real honored and blessed and thankful for the team and real excited about that. The issue is when, when you kind of change directions in your business, you have a momentary gap right? Because it's like before I would say, Hey, you know what? I want to go do romance books, for instance. Okay. So I want to go do romance books. So I go and I learn and I read and I study and then we outsource and we get the book done and I teach people that entire process. And, you know, with that system, you can really knock out a new genre or new niche, like every 60 to 90 days, um, more 60 than 90. Well, now that I've made the shift to where it's like, hey, I'm going to be the one writing it. I'm going to be the one selling it. I'm going to be the one doing all this. That stuff takes time. For instance, I've already started outlining uh, my next book, but, you know, I've still got to sit down, find the time to write it, you know, get it edited, get the cover made and, and all that. So the business is taking a shift and the results have been tremendous internally. But the other thing is this, I didn't want to just let lightning strike once, I wanted it to hit twice and hopefully three times before I came out with this information because I know it can be life-changing and I know that I'm going to have tremendous results to support what it is that I'm encouraging others to do. So we, we've made a shift in business, okay? Uh, we have had staffing stuff that we're dealing with uh, in the interim, right? And we've had a few projects that have just not done as well as we wanted to or just completely disappeared. So we kind of had like the perfect storm of shit uh, hit this month. And as a result of that, uh, it's weird. I've just been in this funk uh, for the second half of the month. And, you know, it was so bad. Uh, oh, on top of that, um, as I'm thinking out loud here, uh, my wife has uh, changed her job because she refuses to not work, right? So uh, so she's changed that. So she's been home a lot more, had some layoff time in between the two uh, jobs. So, you know, it's kind of conflicting. It's like, hey, um, you could work or you could hang out with the coolest person in the world, me, of course, right, and and have a good time. So... We kind of had all that stuff hit us at once, and like I said, it's just caused a funk, like to where there have been some days where, I mean, as stupid as it sounds, it's like, I know I need to send an email, I know I want to send an email, but I just can't seem to find the strength to do so. So it, it's just been a very weird uh, and and sh and I say stressful because uh, it has been stressful, but um, it's just been an annoying month. How about that? This month has just been really, really, really freaking annoying. Um, and a good reminder, by the way, for all you entrepreneurs out there, uh, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, to have an emergency fund and, and to have a savings. I don't know, like call it an emergency fund, right? Like I have savings, so it's not like they're going to come and you know repossess the Geo Metro this week or any any week for that matter. Uh, it's just 
just an annoyance when you're trying to push, 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 and you just kind of feel like you keep getting hammered back down more and more and more. So this past week, it really was apparent to me because here we had just released this new book. It had become an Amazon bestseller, and we were getting ready to start doing another promotion and do some more of X and Y and Z, and I just couldn't seem to get it together, and I just couldn't seem to to fire on all cylinders the last couple weeks or so. So first thing I think when it comes to any challenge like that is you've got to be aware of it. Like even just talking about it now, it's like, oh, wow, you know, now I understand better why it is that we had these issues, you know. We got staffing changes. We got a couple projects that fell through. Uh, we're, we're also changing business directions. We're getting some old products updated. That stuff takes time. Um, to do and get new sales letters written, you know, plus my wife has been home more this month. And of course I want to hang out with her as much as possible. That's why I married her that and the insurance, of course. Right. Um, so I think the first thing is to be aware of it. And the second thing for me personally is to kind of work through the issue, uh, much like I did on the money, money, money podcast, where I just basically go, okay, well, this is the issue kind of what's going on. And what can we do to change it, to address it, to improve on it? And, and what can we do to find out what's causing the issue? And I think if you're able to sit down, and for me personally, it's writing, sit down and kind of write those things out and be able to address. Because just like I did with the, the funk issue, right? It's like, well, here's the four issues, right? Okay, so my wife changed jobs, so now she's back at work. So she's working all the time. So I'm no longer, quote unquote, distracted. So that problem has fixed itself, okay? Uh, issue number two with staff is, you know, um, I know what the staff issue is, so I sat down, made some changes, basically moved some more people around, moved uh, and empowered some people that needed to be empowered, you know, motivated some people and, and kept going from there. So there's step uh, number two, that thing's taken care of, right? Step number three, the project just being done. Can't do anything about that. I mean, you know, I wrote the guy and told him I think he was making a huge mistake, but I can't force the guy to be successful, right? So there you go. And then the fourth one is um, just continuing on the nonfiction route. Well, we already know that we're going to be working on book number three and, and hopefully get that out uh, in October. So it's just one of those things by writing about it I, I think it lets you kind of figure out what your issues are your main points and it also once you know those main points it gives you a way to attack and I, I clearly remember what I what I did to kind of get my head back in the game because you know when you're in a funk everything seems overwhelming you know it's like man I, you know it's like I told you earlier like it's tough to send an email at times it's like it's not a tough task but at the time it seems overwhelming and it seems like man there's no way I'm going to be able to do all of the stuff that I want to do and I'm just overwhelmed by it all so I, I remember this this talk this little pep talk I gave myself uh, in the stripes parking lot uh, after a late night of hanging out with some friends was I just said, look, Tim, here's the thing, man. Like, you just got to get out to the to the plate. You just got to start swinging. And I don't want you to hit a home run. I don't even want you to win, quote, unquote. I just want you to hit the bases. And what I mean by that is, right, I just want to go out there, you know, go through the motions, you know, get back in the batter's box and just try and, and do what we know that we need to do. 
And the other thing I will say before I, I go from there is, you know, I think it's important to kind of take a step back and look at the big picture and see if there might be some big picture things going on. So for me, it's always a time to kind of reevaluate and see what else is going on that might be impacting this. So again, you know, just candidly, like my diet this month has been horrible. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you're on a salad diet. I mean, just eating in general. I've just been terrible. I mean, it's just been horrifically bad. It's like, hey, you want to eat all the food in the world and continue to get fatter and fatter? Yes, I do. So as a result of that, I, I know that, you know, my diet's been off. I haven't been eating good or anywhere close to good. Uh, as a result of that, my sleep's off. Uh, wh- how do I know that? Well, it's 6 50 in the morning and I'm recording a freaking podcast when normally I'd be crashed out for a few more hours. Right. Um, and, and then, you know, all the, uh, I'm sure day to day stress of life and, you know, got a dog that got sick. Yeah. Oh yeah. The dog, the, you know, Bowie, who's my $2,000 bionic dog apparently decided when we went to Dallas last week to develop kennel cough. So now I've got that to deal with. So it's just, you know, a combination of life events and business events that have kind of come down and created some stress. But I also think it's important to look at the big picture and see like, okay, yes, this month sucks. And yes, it's terrible. And yes, we're, we're definitely going to just burn the month of September off the calendar for this year. But the big picture is I'm having my best year ever. We're making more money than, than ever, at least on paper. And we, we've kind of got the situation addressed. So back to the pep talk I gave myself in the stripes parking lot. I just sat in the, the truck and I was like, Hey man, like it's tough. And of course, that's how I talk to myself, just like I talk to you, like, hey, man, or woman, right? Like, I know it's tough, but what I want you to do is I just want you to go out there and I just want you to hit the bases. I don't want you to win. I don't want you to try and be the best, that you know, greatest, you know, and create all that additional stress. I just want you to go out there and, you know, bunt the damn ball and, and take a swing at it. So I think the first thing is you got to identify what's going on. Then you got to come up with kind of an action plan. And of course, the last part and the most important part is you just got to do something. You got to get out there and you got to create motion. Motion creates emotion. Okay. Some, I'm sure I saw some movie and I'm sure it's been used and paraphrased to death that says that. But I truly believe it. Motion creates emotion. And going out there and just trying to hit the bases is really just about creating, uh, uh, you know, some activity and achievement in your life, in your business, in whatever it is that you're trying to overcome. So first thing we started doing was like, hey, let's try this whole thing where every time we email, we make money. Yeah, right. So let's just try and do the email thing a few times. So we sent a few emails out um, and, and started getting that response back up and starting to get money to roll in and leads where they need to be and all that good stuff. So that was project number one. Project number two is we started really working on our back catalog of projects and products and said, all right, here's some things that we need to do. So not only was I moving, right, but my staff was moving with me, whether it was to help set up and support a new product, whether it was to get old products addressed or whether it was just simply to help send out an email. So that's a huge deal because we're getting the train moving again, right? Think about it think about it as a train. Like it's very a train at the beginning. It's very tough to get it moving and it's very hard to get it up to speed, but once you get it up to speed, that thing will practically uh, glide uh, on its own. 
And at times like this, this is where having good habits and and routine kind of come into play. So every Monday I have a staff meeting. So I know today after I get done with this podcast in a couple hours when the rest of the team's online, right, I'll be talking about our goals and directions and moving forward. So by doing that and knowing that and then also committing to my staff that, hey, I want to have a rough draft of the book done by this the end of this month, right, I know those deadlines and goals are coming up. And because I know I've got stuff to do, it's getting to the point where it's like, well, I can no longer procrastinate like I once maybe could have. So I feel like that is a big uh, deal to identify, to come up with an action plan, and then start taking immediate action as much as possible and as quickly as possible. Because even though I may not solve the problem in the same month that it's created, I know that I'm at least working towards a solution because there's nothing worse than being like, oh man, I feel terrible and everything's going wrong. And then but I'm not going to do anything. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, yep, still feeling terrible, still feeling everything's wrong, still not going to do anything. So identify, right, create an action plan, and then act upon it. And the other thing I, I want to share with you guys is, and I, I mentioned it and made a reference to it earlier, but this really helps me when I have uh, down days. You know, like I'll, I'll just, again, admit freely like after I recorded that money 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 podcast I was spent right I was like I don't want to talk to anybody I just want to be you know I just want to be in my little cocoon uh, of safety and uh, my buddy Ben reached out to me after listening to that podcast and really sent me some encouraging texts that that kind of kind of helped snap out of the funk as well and I think it's also important by the way um, to tell people like, I know there's the whole school of thought of people who are like, oh, no, you know, you're a guru. You can never have a bad day, and, you know, you can never stumble, and you can certainly never fall, and you can never whatever. Well, I don't believe that. I believe that, you know, people want people that are real, and I'd much rather come to you and instead of, you know, pulling a Robin Williams where everybody thinks everything's fine, and then one day you're like, what happened to that guy? Why'd he kill himself, right? I'd much rather come out and be like, hey, listen, going through a little rough patch right now, don't worry, it's all a part of life. And whenever I'm down, whenever I'm in a funk, whenever I've got one of these things, like, I try to look at the big picture, but ultimately I understand that, you know, we are guaranteed ups and downs in life, and the good times you know, aren't guaranteed, uh, but the, the bad times aren't either. And it's never as good as you think it is, and it's never as bad as you think it is. And I think just understanding that that happens and, you know, you're going to go through this and this isn't the first time this is going to happen and this isn't the last time it's going to happen. And all I can do is hope to improve and learn from each opportunity that gets presented to me, whether it's good, whether it's bad, or, or whether it's it's totally indifferent. So, unfortunately, being in a funk is is probably something that I'm going to experience a few more times, uh, you know, while I'm here on this earth, and I just need to be better prepared to deal with it, to recognize it, to understand it, and then have a process that I can work through. So the next time that I'm kind of feeling in a funk, I know, well, let's sit down and write about it and kind of figure out what it is. Let's come up with a plan and then let's act upon it. And sometimes acting upon it is either setting a goal that's going to kind of get you excited and motivated, or it's getting out uh, from the computer. You know, I've started playing video games more, which people are like, what are you, like a 12-year-old child? First of all, yes. Second of all, um, 
I used to play video games quite a bit back in the day, and that was kind of my stress reliever or the way that I got off the computer and got to work. Well, I kind of let that go when uh, when I fired my business partner and trying to rebuild the business and, you know, bigger, stronger, faster and all that. So I'm trying to get more of a balance. Uh, last weekend, I went out of town, took my wife uh, to Dallas, and we went and hit some wine bars and had an amazing weekend. You know, that again, that's something I did in the past that maybe we haven't done so, so much. And, you know, of course, my accountant is going to yell at me and go, well, Tim, look, you had a horrible month. Why were you doing it? Why were you being so extravagant and buying you know bottles and bottles and cheese and you know all that stuff and it's like because I want to get out and I want to enjoy and I want to motivate myself this week I'm headed to Santa Fe for a wine festival so I'm actually only in the office quote unquote for two days I know I know poor me poor me thank you for your concern well why would I agree to do that oh and next month I'm, I'm going to Colorado because honey honey's playing and I gotta you know get on the watch list up there on Colorado so um why would I do those things well one it kind of excites me and motivates me because it's like man I know that I'm going on these trips I, I got somehow those I got to get paid for um but two it also, whenever I go on a trip or wherever I get a weekend away or, or get to go hang with my favorite band for a few days, it reminds me like, hey, this is why I do what I do, right? This is why I sit in, uh, you know, a one-bedroom apartment, you know, back in the day. And this is why, you know, I, I sit in front of the computer for hours upon hours each and every day. So it reminds me of like, hey, if you like doing this cool and exciting and fun stuff, sometimes you got to put in the work in front of the computer, on the phone, sending emails, you know, trying new stuff. And don't get me wrong, like I looked at our, our Kindle stuff this morning and, and it's going great. We're having our best month ever on Kindle. So the decision is correct, but sometimes you have to have the ability to delay gratification for a, a long-term result. And really, I mean, delaying gratification is the key to to everything I, I think in life you know you want to get out of debt okay well stop buying every new iphone that comes out and seeing every movie that goes and you know all that good stuff like delay that gratification now so that later right you don't have to delay the gratification all my friends that talk and you know give lip service to getting out of debt even me who talks about getting uh back into shape it's like well if you didn't eat uh, an entire pineapple and an ice cream sandwich at two o'clock in the morning every morning perhaps you wouldn't be the au pair shape that you are now so I really hope that above all you take away from this podcast is to understand that being in a funk happens. It's normal. It's natural. It's part of life and it's part of business. When you're in that funk, it's important, I feel, to sit down, kind of identify the points, uh, the talking points, if you will, of why you're in that funk. Come up with an action plan that helps you kind of uh, head towards the light, if you will, and then start implementing immediately upon that. And understand that, yeah, you know, you may have a down week or a down month, or in some cases, and I've done this, a down year, where you're just like, man, I just need a victory. But as long as you're out there, as long as you're creating motion to create emotion, right, as long as you're constantly working and improving and trying to better your best and do everything you can, at the end of the day, you know that you're doing all that you can do. 
So don't let the funk get you down. Again, I promise next week uh, I'll return it to Funny, Happy, Shiny People podcast and not the Suicide Watch podcast by Tim Castleman. And I thank you above all for listening. I really share that stuff with you, not because I want you to worry about me and add me to your prayer circle, but um, so that hopefully if you ever find yourself in this situation that you have the tools and ability and equipment to deal with it and not just let it paralyze you like it has for some people in the past. So thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. This has been another edition of the Two Drink Tim podcast. Happier times are on the horizon, and I shall speak to you very, very soon.